Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Tony is back tomorrow. Uh, the story about the Jewish leader who was murdered, stabbed to death in Detroit is uniquely interesting for um, a reason that might not be as, as easy for uh, some of us to, to find in all this. Uh, Samantha Wool is the woman's name. It's a very uh, tragic uh, story. It's, it's uh, like an awful uh, story in the sense that uh, she was killed after being stabbed multiple times, 40 years old, and a pretty prominent and valuable member of her community of uh, that, um, you know, entire, uh, I think, um, area. And yet the, the biggest thing, and this is the thing that's surprising me, and it's, it's weird to say it this way, I just can't help myself, is the fact that police so quickly dismissed the idea that it was a hate crime. Uh, that she was killed because she's a prominent Jewish leader in that area. And the reason I think that's so significant is very, very often in situations where there is, say, uh, a racial um, component to a story or this or that, wh whatever you want to call it, there's so often uh, media in the news, a lot of uh, legacy or left-leaning media that immediately refers to something as definitely a hate crime, as as couldn't be anything other than that. Uh, one that I um, bring up a little bit uh, often now in these sorts of conversations is the person in New York City on that subway uh, who, um, you know, uh, detained or stopped a homeless person in a way that eventually took the life of the homeless person, um, uh, putting them in a chokehold. Uh, Daniel Penny is the name of that Marine. The media was absolutely sure long before Daniel Penny had his day in court, long before anything came out about that story. And I don't want to dovetail into that one and start to discuss, discuss the details at it. But media was immediately sure that that was a hate crime. And so many talked about it in a unique way. And yet this story in which a Jewish person is stabbed to death on the street near her home in Detroit is is definitely not a hate crime, according to so much media. And I don't know how they make that determination. Uh, again, not saying that I know more than they do. Uh, just saying that sometimes they're very comfortable with no proof saying something. And sometimes with um, uh, no proof, they're not apparently comfortable uh, saying something. So it is it is interesting to me for sure. And certainly in the context of what's going on in the world right now, what's going on in the Middle East. Some other quick things out there and then we'll take a break. I thought this was interesting. Uh, Trump has denied that report from the Australian billionaire uh, that certain things were said or uh, certain types of things were shared as far as um, sensitive information at Mar-a-Lago. The craziest part of that story is that this billionaire, Pratt is the guy's name, uh, said that Trump also told Melania to put on a bikini and walk around uh, Mar-a-Lago to show off, to be like, hey, I want people to see uh, what they're missing. I think it was something like that was what Pratt said. Uh, Trump called him a redheaded weirdo and said none of that stuff that he's saying is true, even if there's an audio recording out there that demonstrates that Pratt definitely said a lot of this stuff. 
Um, and apparently in that same uh, back and forth, the Melania one, the one that some media was obsessed with, she made a joke right back to him. When you put on your bikini, I'll put on mine. If that's true, who knows? I, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's such an odd thing to try to prop up into, into the mainstream, uh, to take some random person and say that this person is obviously more credible. It's actually very similar to what I'm talking about in a weird way. It's, it's not similar in a lot of other ways in the picking and choosing of media on who they prop up, who they choose not to. It's all just narrative based. The only thing that's, that matters right now to most news is, is the narrative, not the facts. And so whether or not this guy is telling the truth is irrelevant because some of the salacious things he's saying are interesting, but Trump has denied all that on social media on a truth social and said that he's never even really had uh, a private conversation with uh, this individual, with this uh, Australian billionaire. And then one last thing just quickly. And I, I mentioned this earlier in the show. I, I guess maybe we'll keep talking about it. It does feel like it's a big deal, although pales in comparison to some of the other things out there in the news right now, but the GOP is going to try again uh, to find their speaker of the house. There's nine candidates, including the house uh, majority whip, uh, that are going to try to go for this role. Almost none of them are household names, I think. I, I think that you'd have to be uh, somewhat of a a politically-minded person to be familiar with many of these names. And yet I wonder uh, who will rise to the top and who may become the person who inevitably becomes uh, the Speaker of the House because th th you got to pick somebody. At some point, eventually, someone has to land in that role. Uh, I've continued to say till I was blue in the face, and it seems like, more and more in the minority of, of people discussing this, that I don't think any of this is necessarily as embarrassing or as bad of a thing as most even conservatives are trying to say it is. I think that actually fighting for uh, certain ideals and having disagreements within a political party is different than what we see. I, I don't like the idea that Democrats are so good at the hive mind. You know what I mean? I don't like the idea that that political side of the aisle is so great at at uniform thinking, uh, certainly not just in the world of the um, politicians themselves, but even in the world of of the voters, uh, the woke ideology that permeates everything uh, is another hive mind thing. And so if Republicans, both in real life or in Washington, are actually demonstrating a difference of opinion on stuff, a desire to do things differently, I think that's inherently good. And I think it's sort of interesting how easily it's been cast as something else. Uh, and as I say all that, I still know you need a speaker. At some point, you got to have somebody in charge. One of these voices, maybe mostly because of the amount of people who are unknown, uh, may rise to the top and actually unite the party. Maybe not. Who knows? At some point, they'll have to figure something out, though, because you can't go on forever without one, although you can empower uh, the, spe the speaker pro tempore. And then actually one last thing. I want to play this, too, uh, just very quickly. Uh, Mitch McConnell addressed his freezing episodes. I think this was on Face the Nation. Uh, he was asked if he's fine. He said he's fine. Some people still aren't really sure if he's fine. And it is interesting that you can have things go that poorly and then still wind up where you are. Although look at the amount of Democrats who are struggling uh, mentally or struggling with their health. And yet they're just fine. Everyone ignores them. So it's not it's not all that different from business as usual on the other side of the aisle. But here quickly is what McConnell said when asked if he's doing better. People wonder about your health. How are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm completely recovered and uh, just fine. 
um, you and your office felt the need to, to share and disclose some of the details about your health because of some of these public incidents. And the doctor here said there was no evidence of Parkinson's disease or a stroke or, or a seizure. Um, and I wonder, is there anything the public should know that wasn't disclosed? Uh, I'm in good shape completely recovered and back on the job. All right. Uh, no is the answer to that question. There's nothing that you want to tell the public. Uh, and there's no real reason for some of the things that were happening. At least we don't have very uh, good clarity on that. Again, if there wasn't so much going on on the Democratic side of the aisle, I'd uh, be more inclined to go further against uh, this version of, ah, we're just going to leave this alone. All right. Quick break. A lot more. Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC.